0: Welcome to Side Effects, with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred.
1: Effect is a verb, meaning action. Action influences outcomes.
0: I'm Scott McGowan. And
1: I'm Anne Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently.
0: Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. We have an amazing guest with us today. Thank you. Jill. Snitcher McQuain. Thank you. With the Columbus Bar Association. So uh, we've been talking for, gosh, I don't know, I met you six months ago? Maybe. Yeah, and uh, the value that you bring to the Columbus market is amazing. But I want to talk a little bit about maybe where, where you started. So kind of unpack your career for us.
1: Okay, so my career started when I was an undergraduate student at Ohio State University in political science. I started out as a page in the Senate and went on to work for my hometown senator at the time, was Robert Boggs. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I went over to work for the Ohio Attorney General, who at the time was Lee Fisher. And after that, I decided I would go to law school. So I'm sort of a second career lawyer. And uh, during law school, I started at the Columbus Bar Association. That was in 1998. And here I am, almost gotcha. 20 years later. Where did your
0: passion for law? How did that kind of raise its head?
1: It really comes down to helping people. Um, I started wanting to get into government affairs and doing some work in government. Um, and it, it really stems from a passion for just helping people.
0: Gotcha. And so you went to Ohio State? Yep. I love your ring. you. Let Thank me see you. your ring. My yes, Buckeyes. The Go Buckeyes! Buckeyes. <laughs> yes. So big game on Saturday. Yes. Penn State. By the time this comes out, the conclusion of that game will already be out there. But uh, we're hoping for the best, right? We can
1: declare victory. I
0: think we can. I think we can. <laughs> it's at the shoe. It's a home game. Uh, and uh, by golly, we need it. We need if it. If we have any chance um, to be ranked number two, then we're going to need this big win. So we're excited. So we talk about the bar association in a community. What's, what's the value of a bar association to a community, uh, specifically Columbus?
1: Well, there's two core components of what we do. We for, we serve our members to the extent that we find that our core mission is to help our members be better lawyers. If our lawyers are better lawyers, the community overall benefits. So we our second core competency, if you will, is to help connect consumers with the right lawyer at the right time. Ideally, proactively, although that's not always possible, but we educate individuals about when they need a lawyer, how to hire a lawyer, good questions to ask, when there's changes in the law, and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, in law is like a lot of things, there's, there's specialties in law. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously based on, you could have corporate law. right? Right. Then you have personal issues. And you have a variety of different, and so what? one of the benefits that you bring to a community is what expertise are you looking for? Right. And can we help you find that right expertise?
1: Right, so we have a referral service that tries to walk people through that thought process. Help us understand what your problem is. It may not be a legal problem, in which case we're gonna direct you to the right resource. If it is a legal problem, we'll help you distill it down and get you to the right lawyer who can help you.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that's really interesting, at least from, my, from what I hear from the public, and we talk to a lot of employers about, uh, like, fee structures. Right. Like, what is it? Wow, well, it's going to cost too much. And one of the things in my experience as a leader is, um, by golly, I'm not really sure you should be concerned as much as the price as you should be concerned in regards to the competence of that individual. Right. I think there's a reference point where way too many people are looking at, well, what? How much is that going to cost me? And the big issue is, what what is it going to cost you if you don't get the right exactly, advice? exactly? Yeah,
1: and it's the same kind of conversation we have with people who think they, you know, can handle their situation by themselves. Mm-hmm. In some cases, they can. There's certain practice areas that lend themselves to. It's probably better for you to do this yourself. Um, but we also try to do a good job of educating them that is a little more serious than you might think and you probably ought to consult a lawyer.
0: So if I'm an employer out there and I'm interested, so they just go to your website?
1: They can go to our website. We have lots of resources. We have a website. Um, we have a YouTube channel that has all kinds of what we call Understanding Ohio Law videos where we try to put things into perspective. Um, we also have a digital directory, which is an online referral source. If someone is looking for a lawyer, they can go to our online directory. They can search by practice area. They can search by name. They can search by location. Some people say, I really want someone close to my home or my work.
0: Are there big topics right now in Columbus that you see that um, that people might be looking for?
1: Usually the top three that we get the most calls about, labor and employment issues are yep. big always. Um, divorce, dissolution kinds of issues, post-decree, custody issues, all the sort of ancillary things that go along there. Um, and some personal injury matters as well. There's a, Whether it's a worker's comp situation or a catastrophic injury, an auto accident, a bicycle accident, something like that.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, because I also looked on your website too where you have resources for the public Yes. too. Yes, yes. So I know one of the things like, sometimes I'll get an employee that'll call us and say, hey, I just got this jury notice, and I'm sorry that I have to go serve on jury duty. Now, as a leader, one is, um, I don't see that as a, as a burden. Right. Uh, because I, I think it's great we live in a country where we have that process. So it should be, um, it's a privilege to go there, and hopefully other employers feel the same, the same way. But there's a lot of questions. about what does jury duty mean to me, and I saw on your website where you have a lot of those resources.
1: We have a lot of resources about what to do if you've been called for jury service in Franklin County. We'll connect you up with the right resources, where to park, what to tell your employer, all those sorts of things. We also have a secondary website called judgethecandidates.org, and that's where voters can go and get information about the judicial candidates. Um, This year, the candidates who are up for election in Franklin County are the municipal court judges. So there's bipartisan information on the website, information from the candidates themselves, and then some independent information um, through our performance polls and through our preference polls, which are essentially um, assessments from the lawyers who appear before these judges. So it sort of helps educate voters if they're not quite sure who to vote to, who to vote for, they can go there to look for some information. And then your
0: attempt on that information, too, is to stay, obviously, neutral. Yes. Right? Yes. And share impartial information. Yes. About that. Because, you know, I I think a lot of us are pretty familiar, for the most part, around, obviously, national elections, state elections. When it gets local, um, it it gets a little confusing.
1: Right.
0: Uh, And especially when we're looking at um, judges in our community. And it's a big deal. It's important.
1: And a lot of people maybe don't take the time to educate themselves about the judicial candidates. Um, They're not sure that that ever really affects their day-to-day life, Um, and it really does because these are the individuals who are making decisions um, that effectively will become law or an interpretation of the law that will affect their everyday Mm -hmm. lives.
0: That's a big deal.
1: It's a big deal, even if they never step foot in the courtroom.
0: Mm-hmm. So when you talk about one is, I was reading online too about your foundation and mm-hmm. how you give back to Columbus. So it's it's pretty substantial. The it amount is. of uh, the probably you know the the money is obviously impactful. Probably the difference that you make in the community. So. You have a foundation, talk to us a little bit about that.
1: We have a foundation that I believe has been in existence since the mid-1980s. We have been very fortunate to have a lot of um, benevolent lawyers in our community who give back to the profession. Um, For example, a lot of the um, grants that we give go back toward delivering access to justice. Um, We operate a pro se assistance center down at the municipal court in Franklin County. That's all funded by the foundation. Um, With the assistance of our law firms in Franklin County, we also support Legal Aid Society. Um, They've had tremendous budget cuts since 2010. They've been substantially impacted by the reduction in interest on lawyers' trust accounts. Uh, We've been very fortunate to have a a sustained fundraising effort to help support them. Um, And just yesterday, actually, our foundation board met and voted to give a $50,000 grant to the Law and Leadership Institute, which is an organization that starts with kids in middle school and high school and tries to get them ready to go to college and then from college to law school, if that's what they choose.
0: Yeah, I've had a, a, a lot of passion for one, the legal aid societies. I mean, it's a big they deal. They do a
1: lot of good work.
0: They do a lot of great work. And especially for those uh, people that maybe might not have the resources, um, it doesn't mean they don't have the problems. Right. And those problems are big. Uh, and when you don't have resources, you really feel all alone. And a legal aid society, as well as volunteerism inside yes. of the bar association and the community, um, they do. And, and I'm not sure that's that's talked about a lot as far as the value of your organization and organizations like a legal aid society. What you do to help a community and in investing back in right. helping people with less resources.
1: Yeah, we do a lot. Our members are fabulous in giving of both their time and their resources to support legal aid. Absolutely.
0: So one of the big, one of the things that we talk a lot about here at McGowan Braybender uh, is, you know, we serve about twelve hundred employers. So when you talk about like employment law, um, are, are there certain issues that that rear their head more than others?
1: In the context of legal aid.
0: Uh, no, of employment law.
1: Employment law, oh absolutely. It seems in the last few years there have been new developments pretty regularly. Um, so it's hard to pinpoint any one thing in particular. Um, overtime laws are big. Um, sexual harassment is a big issue that's in the news these days that's getting a, a lot issue. of attention.
0: It is, that's a yeah. really big issue. The Affordable Care Act. Mm-hmm. So questions in regards to what that means, what that, you know, wh- how is that gonna impact our organization? And then your organization also has the expertise to be able to line those individuals up with that expertise. Right. Correct. That's right.
1: So we also, through our association, operate an insurance agency where we provide, um, a a whole array of insurance products to our members, including health, malpractice, dental vision, all of those kinds of things that anyone who would need an office. Um, can come to us and get the resources that they need for insurance because part of our mission is, in order to be a better lawyer, you've got to be a healthy lawyer.
0: That's super interesting that you say that, um, and because our mission is empowering healthier living. So, and obviously, um, in a lot of different professions, you can have competence, but if you're not able to move, yeah, then that becomes really, really complicated. So, one of your passions is, hey, how do we create this force? Yep uh that is healthy and competent so they can sustain a community
1: right so we take a very holistic approach to that not just with insurance um there's a lot of data out there that supports that lawyers are working more hours these days than they ever have before um and and collecting less on the on the business side so we can't help them practice law but we can help them manage their practice. So all of the things that we do are designed to help relieve some of the stressors that they live with in their in the day-to-day management of their practice. We help educate them about changes in law, but we also help educate them about resilience, professionalism, civility, um, how they can eliminate stress, all those kinds of things. We actually have a, a respite room that we built into our facility so that lawyers can come and meditate or find a quiet space um, throughout the day if they're at our facility.
0: Yeah, a lot of times too, like at least in our world in healthcare, you see a lot of physicians that are going under hospital systems or they're, they're collaborating, they're coming together uh, because it's difficult in healthcare today to be alone. Right. And I would say it's lesser in your industry to be alone. And there's nothing like fighting for the independence, right? Yeah. For fighting for the independence, for the person. And obviously in, in your business too, especially, is the technology resources that right. are needed, mm-hmm. the expertise, the talent resources that are needed. And so an individual that's just fighting to be alone in this practice, then they have the resources of the, of the Bar Association. Right.
1: Because with independence comes some degree of isolation. and you know, with with the stressors that already exist in terms of managing a business and managing your law practice, we don't want our lawyers to feel isolated. We wanna create a place where they can come and make connections with other people. People who can guide them, who can support them, who they can just um, be their peers and friends and connect with on a social level as well.
0: Yeah, so, so kind of what, this is kind of a strange question would be you know what does columbus look like without the without the bar association what does that look like
1: boy that is a good question you know and in fact it's a question that i ask our members frequently because it helps me understand what they value most about what we do yeah. um, columbus is unique in that um, our legal profession is very well connected um, there isn't uh there is a competitive edge obviously but it isn't to the degree where civility suffers so i feel like what we do as an association is bring people together for the betterment of the the profession overall mm-hmm. and that helps the community that helps the clients who are trying to find the lawyers yeah
0: no i, I completely understand that we're a better community because of people just like you and your members (laughs) well thank you yeah anything else you want to add that maybe we missed
1: one thing that um, I should mention that we talked about particularly in the context of our foundation we couldn't do it without the foundation is we have an incubator program Um, we were one of the first bar associations in the country to establish an incubator program in 2010 Um, and it and it stemmed from the isolation at that time the economy had soured we had a lot of law students coming out of law school with tremendous debt and no jobs we didn't want them to feel isolated when they go out and hang their own shingles so we established an incubator facility right within our offices where they can be among their peers we provide them with mentorship with education and training. Literally all they had to do was bring their own computer and we would provide them with the resources for the first year till they got their practice off the ground. And again, that in my opinion was doing the right thing on behalf of not just our members, but on behalf of the community. Um, Because when you layer all of these issues on top of one another, the isolation, the high debt, um, the, the, the lack of experience for the new lawyers in particular, you don't want the clients to suffer th- for that. You don't want a lawyer to take a case that they might not necessarily feel competent oh, yeah. to take. Yep. Um, so we want to make sure that they have to You don't want to, to fake it on. until you can make it. That's right.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. and I don't think a lot of people remember, uh, your industry and the economy got hit probably one of the hardest. Yes. And especially with students graduating. Right. I mean, they had big aspirations, big dreams. They took on enormous debt and then they graduated and then they they entered an economy where there were no jobs right no jobs. no jobs so what you're saying is hey what we created is, is this is this safe place for people to come right to say hey, look this is going to be hard but we want to help you through this transaction right yeah
1: the one really cool thing about how that has turned into a positive is those individuals came out of law school and they learned how to make it on their own they learned how to be creative they learned how to do a whole lot with very little and we've learned from that process too so it's been really fun to watch them grow and succeed on their own terms
0: yeah well i have a lot of respect for what you do thank you Uh, and i have a lot of respect for the legal profession and how they've helped us you know a lot of times as a as as a leader sometimes we're capable of all decisions uh, and even with our own legal advice um, I love sometimes even hey Scott that that sounds great yeah. and that sounds super practical and I love your heart but let me tell you let me let me unpack reality for you and and, and I'll tell you historically we thought we would just we're, we're gonna be fine we're gonna be fine and, and we weren't right uh, and reaching out and asking for that advice and especially you know, a firm that handles or understands your culture and the way that, the way that you would operate, and most of them, for the most part, are very sensitive to the way an organization and how they work and how they operate. Right. Uh, and we have gotten um, great advice. Uh, I'm not sure specifically today we've ever even asked uh, what an hourly rate would be, because we're a lot more interested in the competence of those individuals. And the firm, as well as the resources. Right. So we might need, um, you know, whether it be you know patent uh, uh, assistance or employment law, or acquisition resources. There might be a variety. One firm might be able to fit that. Maybe not. Or you might have to look at multiple, uh, multiple people. Right. So, thanks for joining us.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You have
0: buckeye earrings on, a buckeye necklace, and a buckeye (laughs) ring. So we are sitting with a buckeye fan. (laughs) And let's hope by the time this comes out we can talk about how the Bucks took down things. That's right. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us on Side Effects. See you next time. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at Scott at HealthierBirthdays.com.
1: Or Ann at HealthierBirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on on Side Side Effects.